Welcome to the only podcast for piano teachers just starting out, Piano Teacher Primer. My name is Angela Toon. Keep listening for the prime pro tips you can use with your own students right away. Welcome to the Piano Teacher Primer podcast. I have a very special guest today. Hi. This is my husband, Tyler. How's it going? <laughs> and we are having him on today because he still doesn't have a job. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not yet. Well, I technically do. But yeah, but yeah. tell us what happened recently. Yeah, so I think it was back in April. I was laid off from a company. I was working as a senior vice president of product, and it was a great job. Had an awesome team, and they had some restructuring. And so they, point what they said is they eliminated my position. So I was on the street. <laughs> I did not kick him out of the house. No, okay, so I wasn't on the street technically, but as far as a job standpoint, a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. So he has since decided to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I inspired him, you know, because I've always been an entrepreneur. Well, and it even goes back to my roots. That's how I started my career was an entrepreneur. And I think the painful process of that, like losing that business, and um, I think I was a little bit jaded, a little gun shy to try something different. So it was a little bit hard. I was nervous too. And it's nerve wracking. we're going to talk about. So we'll talk a little bit about it, of course. But um, anyways, it was interesting. And so, you know, we had some severance. And so that kind of carried us through for a few months as I, I, I was applying for a lot of jobs. It's a really hard job market right now. I mean, I was seeing jobs that had three, 400 applicants per job. And of course, I was looking for things like director or VP roles. And, but there was just very little traction. And so I started exploring some other businesses. And we'll talk a little bit about that as we get into it. So, yeah. yeah. And then you're also taking a job. And it's starting on Monday. So I had to snatch Tyler here before he is going to be working full time plus running a business. So we don't want to just talk about Tyler's job, but also how it has affected our family and how it has affected my piano teaching and how my piano teaching has helped our family over the years through the ups and downs and then what it looks like now and what's happening. So, so let's go back in time to when you were an entrepreneur before. And things were a little bit challenging and tight at times. Yeah, I mean, running a business and starting a business from scratch is can be very challenging, especially when you bootstrap it. And you, you know, at the time we were very blessed because we happened to be that first three years we were living in your parents' house. So at that time it was okay because we didn't have like a rent or a mortgage, things like that. So that was okay. Once those kind of started to come in. Uh, you know, we tried to keep as much money in the business as we could, so it took a very small salary. I mean, it was ridiculously small, and so things were tight. And uh, you, with at that time, we started having the young kids, right? So, uh, you know, our our youngest daughter, and and that was hard. I think you, I don't know how many students you had at the time when we were in our first house. Hmm, I think like when 10? I had little kids, I maybe had ten to fifteen. Ten students. to fifteen, yeah, that seems about right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it so that was amazing like it, honestly like I don't think we could have survived with with my little tiny salary that I was making on the business and the hope is to grow big right and so we started to get a little bit more here and there um, but it just never was a huge amount and there were moments where we had maybe some big payouts like some big contracts we had so our, our salary went up but I don't think we could have survived without your piano business you know and yeah. so 
Um, it would just get us through until you got until you got paid again. Yeah, and so it was like you know every two weeks or whatever we would do and run the payroll taxes and I did all that right. So I was we had a small. I mean, there was one point I think we got up to fifteen employees, um, and we were right on the cusp of like breaking through that bubble, uh, and that's when the dot com hit the dot com crash. And so um, there were some partnership things that went down that was a little difficult. Um, our venture, our angel investor was starting to tighten things up a little bit like hey we can't keep spending money we gotta like sell and we were making sales and and then with the dot-com downturn losing that um, it was crazy right um, but truth be told we could have lost everything <laughs> I mean we were worried about the house the vehicles all of it <clears throat> and it was a godsend a blessing to us to be able to make it through that yeah and then I found a job which actually was you know it's a little bit better pay but then I was stuck on that, you know, rigid schedule and stuff. But that was actually a lot of fun. And that, that kind of started to change a little bit from mm-hmm. there. So, mm-hmm. But the mainstay during that whole thing was your piano teaching. Yeah. I was so grateful to have that. And uh, what, what would you say my piano teaching also, like, gave me as a mm-hmm. mom at that time? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember many times, like, you did a lot of different stuff with the kids, like, Joy school and other things to kind of keep them engaged. So you had the you had your mom time, but then it also had to give you a profession, something to kind of build up for yourself. Um, honestly, I loved hearing the music in the fa- in the house. Like, and I it's good for it was good for our kids to see like, hey, mom's doing a business. She's teaching these kids a talent and a skill that they'll take for the rest of their lives. So it wasn't just about earning the money. It was there was fulfillment. I saw a joy in you. Like you were motivated to do certain things, like improve yourself make new, you know, practice new um, programs or materials to kind of help the kids. And you you would almost individualize the teaching experience for each one of those Mm -hmm. students because everybody learns differently. Some by ear, some by just they read it, you know, type thing. So there were a lot of other benefits of that. I think just in general, having music in the family, in the house, motivated our kids to play the piano because they could see their students improving. You know, I remember that little upright you know, the, you know mm-hmm. had originally down there. Yeah, Everett. it was my grandma's, yeah. and then it was my mom's, mm-hmm. and then I got it. Yeah, little Everett uh, spinet. Yep, and then I think we ended up getting rid of that, and then um, during that time, it's still in the family. It's been passing around my siblings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had some saved money and was able to able to purchase this used studio upright. Yep, and this yeah. was a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there were there were tough times. I mean, just uh, like anything, like you just living paycheck to paycheck, trying to save a little bit, but we very rarely could do that. I know. Um, car challenges, you know, car problems we had. Like, um, well, I think you'll reference that other podcast you had about we Yeah, had, so yeah. if you listen to episode 12, it's called The Funnest Way to Contribute to the Family Income or something. And we, I go through three fun things to do with teaching money and how it helped us through the years. So I think one of the scariest times through all this was when you were at work and a fax, remember faxes? A fax came through that said eviction notice, not for our house, but for the for the uh, employee space that you were working for at the time. Yep. And at the exact same time, our daughter was so sick we were worried it was meningitis. It wasn't meningitis, but she's in the hospital. And then at that exact same time, it's winter, and our furnace breaks. And then they said, well, your water heater's going to have to be either moved, 
which is hundreds of dollars, or replace, which was thousands of dollars. And all of this was like crashing down at the same time. And we are sitting in the hospital and you were interviewing for these other jobs. What do you oh. remember about that time? Well, that would... And I was pregnant. Yeah, you were <laughs> I pregnant, was yeah. pregnant. Those were the craziest times. I mean, honestly, we had... So uh, I was working kind of like a... It'd be kind of like a group product manager. So I, I was like... The, there was two of us that were over all the product teams. And there were signs. Like I was over all servers and systems as well as the teams. And we had all the contracts. We were going... And I started getting these emails and faxes saying, hey, you're, you know, you haven't paid on the rent. And so that was a huge red flag for me. Like, hey, we're not paying the bills here. You know, like what's happening? So I started like look to research what companies I could go to. I actually think we were at the health theater. We ran into one of your dad's friends, neighbors, and oh, he yeah. recommended us to go. To, he said, you should apply for this job at the school district with canyons here in sandy area and so i that's how i got that just so i was applying for that kind of interviewing and things mm-hmm. like that there well, was a new mm-hmm. school district being formed they, yep. were they were splitting a school district mm-hmm. and so that was opening up an opportunity for yeah. for a job there yeah kind of over on the website and technology and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i'll never forget seeing like in this moment okay here we are i'm seeing my daughter just sicker than can be on the couch just her throat was hurting it was like her. Bef- this was is before she was before in, the in the hospital yeah and so um, that's, and then the furnace goes out. And so then we're trying to, we found this awesome guy. He came and did a really good job and retrofitted everything to make it work. Um, so we could still do that. But um, that was a yeah, huge blessing. That was, in, that was insane. Like, and he was coming after hours to yeah, work on it. It's kind of a side job thing that he did. So we were able to not, you know get a better deal. The furnace goes out. And then we had a, a gas fireplace, but that wasn't working either. Yeah, it was and cold. It was cold, and so <laughs> and so you woke up one early morning and went and turned on the like the oven cleaning to to like see if we could get some oh, yeah. radiant heat from the oven. And then that broke the oven. Oh yeah. So we had a broken. <laughs> the oven. oven was locked and the wouldn't oven was unlocked. Locked, unlocked. So we had a broken oven, oh, yeah. no furnace, and then the the fireplace wouldn't work. And so here we were, just like freezing cold, and it was it was cold winter time, and it gets bad enough where we, that was right when the he came over, started fixing the furnace, and then we had to take her to the hospital. And I think I got the phone call in the hospital. I think I had actually two offers from different jobs. Uh-huh. One was a little bit better pay. I wasn't as excited about it. And one was from this guy that referred us to the school district. And we thought, hey, yeah. let's go this route. And I think it was a decision at that point. Like, we needed a stable, steady uh-huh. situation. Uh-huh. Um, and it wasn't great. Like, it was a huge cut in pay. But we knew the benefits would be really good. And so then I stayed there for seven years. But yeah, in the hospital, like we're sitting there and trying to figure all this out. It was crazy. And that that was kind of the low point where we're like, we are sick and tired of this. Mm -hmm. We've got to get out of debt. We've got to, we've got to climb out of Mm -hmm. this hole. And so we were able to, now that you had a steady income, to take a lot of my teaching money and it went toward the debt and we had certain goals of which debt we were going to pay off first. And then, and then, uh... Yeah, it started to pick up. And then as the kids got a little older, I took more students, I think. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and the great thing, too, about the job, like it would start out really low, especially because the, there was a lot of like unknown with the district. Mm-hmm. The, you know, there was a lot of legal stuff going on, whether it would be actually ratified like ratified or, or put in place for the district because they, they were splitting. Once, this, once it went through and all the political stuff and legal stuff got taken care of things started to stabilize and then we started seeing an increase so i just get a raise here and there and i started to prove mm-hmm. my worth to the to the district 
which is awesome. So then we got to the point where it really worked. So like that could almost support us completely. And then your piano teaching business was there to kind of like, hey, it was kind of gravy on top, right? Yeah. Or icing, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Icing or whatever. And so, and so the, if we had an idea of something we wanted to do, like an activity for the kids or a vacation to save up for, I remember that first trip to Disneyland mm-hmm. and we saved for what? Yeah. Months. For months. Probably, months probably months. a year. Probably a year before we did Probably a year. Yeah. And we just put a little aside in a separate account. Yeah. And it was probably a lot of my teaching money that was being saved. Oh. I'm the saver. I like to save. So I love that my yeah. teaching money was going to saving for that. And then, yeah, we found a good deal. And we were able to take our kids to Disneyland for the first time. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then some more, some more pick up with your job. Let's yeah. see. You were still at the district when we moved into this house. No, I okay. think uh, we've been here ten years. No, we probably yeah. We think we yeah. Were, I, I think yeah. you were still, yeah, we were still at the district here, yeah. when we moved into this yep. house. Yeah, that's right. And we knew when we bought it, it was gonna need a roof. Mm-hmm. And so, and I took more students in yep. this new neighborhood. Well, at that time, the kids were all getting in school. Josie was still home, but the other yeah. three were there. Mm-hmm. And I think you really three were took in on, school. You got upwards of like mid twenties. Uh huh. Yeah, probably more like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah, and so. We saved like all my teaching money at that time, mm-hmm. I think, to save up for the roof. Yeah, roofs. That's one of the worst things to spend your money on. But you know, I know it's, it's not like the funnest thing. It. It's not fun. It's like ah, <laughs> oh. but it was necessary. I mean, the roof we had was like nothing was leaking, gratefully, yeah. but it was just pretty bare, like the, sh- yeah. the shingles and stuff. It was time. We definitely needed it. Anyways. And we didn't want to go into debt again, so it was so fun to be able to save up instead, yeah. save that interest, not have to pay interest mm-hmm. on it. And that was so satisfying for me mm-hmm. and actually not scary to write that huge check and yeah. to just pay for it all and just know that we saved up and we did it. That yeah, was well, a huge accomplishment. And throughout the years too, like even even as my jobs increased and I got better paid in the next job when I went to Overstock and then Western Governors and, and then Entrada and stuff like that, like it got better and better, but you still use that money. I think we were able to pay off. Uh, our van, mm-hmm. the minivan relief quickly. Yeah. Um, and then just stocks some way. And, and now you're in the process of saving for a grand piano. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So that's the big mm-hmm. next goal. Got, well, got a little bit of a halt right yeah, now. Yeah. We had a yeah. little halt. So when mm-hmm. Tyler got laid off just recently, mm-hmm. I was able to take the money I was saving for the grand piano, still have some stashed away, but anything new that was coming in was literally buying groceries mm-hmm. and was yep. helping us. Yeah. So it's it's a really good like insurance policy to have another thing going, mm-hmm. and it's a, and it's a great talent. And you know it's it's been nice as we've remodeled here. Like you've got your own little studio now. It's been so nice. They can in kind here. of separate from here rather than out in the front big room. Mm-hmm. So you can have your students in here. I think it's gonna be really nice, especially when school is in place and kids are doing their homework or whatever else is going on. Yeah. How have you seen piano teaching affect our family as the kids have gotten older? Well, that's really interesting because all of our kids have played the piano and it's kind of like a rule, like you play the piano. <laughs> so as you know, our last name is Tune. So I don't play the piano. I'm I'm the least musical of our family. <laughs> the only tune I can carry is my name. That's a joke for my dad. I have to use it. I'm not going to stop saying it. But no, in all seriousness, I play a little bit of piano. I can pick up here and there, but it's been so nice for the kids. A little really, guitar. You can yeah, play a little guitar. guitar. Yeah, I can yeah. Play, yeah, so I dabble in a little bit. But it's been really interesting recently. Like our 17-year-old uh, had stopped taking piano because he's super busy with sports. 
And for whatever reason, he's not, like just as of like the past like month, mm-hmm. he's like been coming in and playing the piano. And I he's think he's been songs. playing every day. Yeah, he's been every day. So it's in there. Like it was this, so cute. Yeah. He uh, he played for one of his friends who's a girl, a piece that she requested that he play, and she cried. She I'm like, emotional. oh, you're making the ladies cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty interesting. The, the, the seed has been planted. I think seeing music. I mean, I Angela, I've told you this before too. Like when I like early on in college when I was thinking about okay I got marriage ahead of me all this stuff like that I knew I wanted to marry somebody that could play the piano I got more than I could you know can imagine because not only did I get a piano player I got a piano performance major and we have piano teaching the family I think it's actually really awesome I think it's a great business I think it's really cool plus I've loved seeing how you've grown over this past like year or two uh, like building this online business uh, building your studio, I think it's made you a better teacher. I think it's made you a better perf- like uh, presenter because you're presenting at different things. You're, you know, it's like it's you needed to uh, take it to a different level rather than just teaching piano because it got to the point where it's kind of this routine. It's like okay, here we go. I think it's made you better all across the board. Yeah, but it's so funny how before when when you had the VP job, I was almost like oh maybe I should teach a little less. You know, maybe we don't need this so much. And then, wow, life unexpectedly happens and you get this layoff. And I'm like, oh, good thing I'm teaching piano. And it just immediately shifted. And then I was able to take more students. And actually, even the students that come, I'm just even more like, this is what I'm doing. And I'm not going to teach. I'm teaching all these kids. And I'm just more in it now, I think since then because yeah. we just we need it but also um the i just see all the benefits more because i'm not thinking of well maybe i should cut back oh yeah i mean it's like a switch like i think you just thought of like hey should i take more students and almost immediately you had other people say hey can you teach my kids and this is constantly you know you know before you were like hey i'm full i'm full i'm full i uh-huh. recommend you places but i was like hey you know what this is a need i think necessity drives motivation mm-hmm. and so i think when you have that necessity like hey i'm motivated to do this now yeah and the same thing with when i got laid off like hey i've got to find something else i mean i was obviously looking for a job but i something deep inside me was just this fire building up like i wanted to do something else i wanted to keep control of my own destiny and i'm never going to put my eggs all in one basket like I did in that experience. I was riding a high horse and just thinking, this is awesome. And overnight, it's gone, right? Yeah. And so I think building a business is tremendous. I, that, I'm i going to continue with that mentality. I, I learned that from my dad. All my siblings are all entrepreneurs. And there's a power. Even all your nephews, I Even think. Even all my nephews. They literally are. <laughs> and so I think there's a power of like owning something, even if it's a side gig, whatever it is. Always having something, and my dad always taught us that too. He says, always have something else going on. Always have a skill you can do, something with your hands, a craft, a skill, um, whatever ability you have. And and he was always pushing me to go for high education and stuff like that, so I've done that too. But I'm like, okay, now I'm going to take that same skill that I've had. I'm going to apply it into whatever business I'm doing. Yeah. And so this, is, this has been a huge blessing to have the piano studio because, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. You know? We would figure it out, but yeah. I'm just so grateful to have had that already and to have to have had that insurance and then to have that skill and to have people asking me. And I still don't take every single person that asks me. You know, I'm like picky about I want really good students. And then to just see that that impact that it makes in their lives, 
it's just like a win-win-win all around. Mm-hmm. So it's so much fun. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the next thing is like, so here I've been building a small business mm-hmm. and, and it's been really awesome. I've, I've known the Tell owner. us what it is. So uh, the business is called Gel Out, uh, gelout.com. The owner, is Tim, his name's Tim, and I've worked with him for probably about 15 years. And met him through one of your old jazz band. Oh yeah, friends. the jazz band the jazz was band. the connection. Yeah. That's right. Because they had a friend, uh, his friend. He said you should call Tyler. And so I helped him with a bunch of technology stuff. I helped set up his first website back in like 2010. It was probably 2009, 2010. Do you remember how he knew the guitarist? Tom, I don't know. Something no. just from some other business relationships or something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. He told me once, but so yeah. So I've no, I've worked with him for a long time, off and on, consulting here and there, and. Uh, so the business is, it's a health supplement business. It's for joint and muscle tissue health, so for energy levels and stuff. But uh, it's really great product. So um, it's been really fun. And so I, after I got laid off, he was one of the first people I called. I said, Tim, I just got laid off. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to be doing, but I'd love to be, get more involved. And so we've been talking. And so we're in in communication and negotiation right now, like partnershiping on this. It's been super fun. We go to trade shows like Raspberry Days or other <laughs> markets, and it sells really well. Uh, there's a huge following, and it's it's for people that well, have... Well, it totally works. We hurt. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> We've like... We've got it, back pain and yes. hip pain and things. It's a pain-relieving or pain-managing um, mm-hmm. gel. What do you yeah. call it? Yeah, so I it's got it, like MSM is, is the primary component in it. That helps people like you know with all kinds of different health benefits and struggles. We basically our goal is to help people manage their pain. We all live in some sort of pain, back pain, arthritis, whatever it is, and this just kind of helps to be able to manage that you know on a day to day basis. Yeah, sore muscles, sunburns. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. used it on all. Yeah, of that. a lot of different, a lot of different uses that actually work really well. And so, so we've been mm-hmm. building that, and it's been really well. I've had other business opportunities come along the way too, and I just and I was very kind of like you said, you're selective with your students. I said mm-hmm. I'm not going to go. I'm gonna do this business, and honestly, it's like a weight lifted off my shoulder with some of them. Um, I had a, I've had a lot of interviews. Got down to the very end, and so some of them didn't work out. And but it just hasn't quite. It's it's just it's it's gonna grow. We're gonna grow it, and it's got huge potential to be uh, great. It's fun because right now we're keeping it small. Like we're we're gonna do some shipping out of the house here, and the kids are getting involved. There's stuff that I learned when I was a kid, and so it'll be fun to get them involved to see how entrepreneurial spirit grows and to help them build it. But, God, I think, what is it, maybe three, maybe three weeks ago, uh, a friend of mine called me and said, hey, I'm, so he works at a position as a product manager at the church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as a product manager, and he's moving to a different department. He's like, I got this job here. Would you be interested? I said, sure. Yeah, let's check it out. It'll stabilize the ship. It'll help us. It'll bring some uh, good money, good benefits into the family, and then I can still build the business on the side. And then it may grow a little bit slower because I won't be full-time in it. But it'll be a good blessing for us, you know. Yeah. So a lot of gratitude right now. Yeah. So he's got a full time side gig to yeah. his entrepreneur. Yeah, full time side gig to my entrepreneur business. So no, it's great. I mean, I, honestly, I, and there's a good cause there, you know, with the church. I'll be working in a great department, so it'll be kind of fun. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thanks, Tyler, and yeah. thanks for supporting me. You know, he says he's not musical, but he's very good with the tech. So he helped me with yeah. my website. Hey, and helps me film at recitals and all kinds of stuff. I'll tell you something. There's there's a lot of different positions that you can have. You can be a great musician, but one of the positions that I'm really good at is a, is a really good spectator. <laughs> and so I've watched you with your choir performances, your yeah. piano performances, recitals. 
I love it. I love music. I, I love. I, I see a lot of huge benefits of your music talent you brought into our family. Yeah, so he sees the joy that it brings yeah. me, and it brings me joy to have you watching. So it's thanks. a great time. Yep. Thanks, Tyler, for always <laughs> supporting me. Thanks. I love you. Love you too. Are you having as much fun with this podcast as I am? Are you getting some actionable tips? Help more beginning piano teachers find us by leaving a rating and a review. On Apple, you just scroll down to the bottom and click on the stars. And on Spotify, you click the three dots near the top and click rate show. Also visit AngelaToon.com for free videos, downloads, courses. Together, we'll change the world one student at a time.